Christian, thanks so much for coming back to the Green Techpreneur um, podcast. It's great to have you here again. Uh, it's been almost exactly one year since we last spoke, which is uh, pretty amazing. And I just wanted to start by getting a little catch up on how the last year has been for you and for Ecosia. I know that uh, at the time there were about 128 million trees planted. So where is that number at now? Yeah, um, well, thanks Thanks for the invitation again. Uh, it's been a pleasure last time, so uh, looking forward to this. Um, I think we're at 153 million at the moment. So uh, we've added quite a lot of trees since we spoke last time. 153 million. So uh, that's uh, 20, about 25 million more trees. Yes. In one year. <laughs> Very so we've been busy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is that, I imagine you've been monitoring the amount of trees you plant every year. So is that number growing steadily? What's the, the, the goal, I guess, that, that you're working towards for numbers of trees planted in a year, let's say in the coming years? So we need uh, to plant uh, a trillion trees as quickly as possible. We're still very, very far away from that. And by we, I mean, not only Ecosia, but we as a society, uh, yeah. as a global society, we need to do that. Um, and yeah, we would have to scale up a lot. Um, however, we also calculated if everybody would be using us instead of, instead of Google, we could actually plant around 300 billion trees every year. So we wow. would fill that <laughs> at 1 trillion very quickly. Uh, so it's not impossible. But this last year, I guess we all know that for the world, it was a very turbulent, turbulent time coming out of the pandemic and the war starting and, you know, the markets going up and down and supply chains being disrupted and all that but um yeah so i just wanted to see how was this year i guess for you personally um and then also for ecosia as as a company what what milestones did you reach and yeah how how are you how are you feeling in these interesting times <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah of course many crises kind of happening at the same time um of course, COVID is still, um, yeah, for many, um, I think in many areas, still still a problem, um, has been a problem for the last year. And we've also been affected by that, uh, of yes. course. Um, so with people not being able to come to the office, but then also, yeah, um, people spending less uh, online, which means less revenue for us to some extent. So that's that has affected us in some way, but I think much less than, than other industries, of course. Um, yeah. So the, the other big crisis was the Ukraine crisis, so the invasion of the Ukraine by Russia. Um, that, uh, yeah, that, that was also a big shock. Um, and I, so I think we, we as a company, we had a good response to that. So we basically made a commitment to really uh, even further upscale our investments into renewable energy to really do our part um, mm. to transition away from fossil fuels and all those, um, yeah, autocratic leaders that basically uh, have us as a as a holders hostage uh, because of they have they have those fossil fuels Absolutely. so yeah we need to migrate away from those as quickly as possible and, and ecosia we already made um so many uh investments into renewable energy that we're actually powering like we're not only powering our own service but actually a multiple of that i think uh, last year it was almost 500 percent of what we consumed ourselves that we actually generated in, in wow. electricity mm -hmm. 
Um, again, we also calculated what could Google actually do if they would do the same, and they could almost finance the entire transition away from fossil fuels in the European Union uh, within, I think, just a few years, actually. So if other companies would do the same, yeah. then we would not even have this problem anymore, um, and we would already be independent, and then this invasion would probably not even have happened. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really sad that uh, those things happen, but I think it's also a consequence of what, um, I mean, especially the, the problems that we're in now with fossil fuels getting super expensive and that this is hurting our economy. This is also a consequence of us not taking the measures uh, 10 years ago that we should yeah. have taken 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we have to deal with it. We're trying to do our part uh, with massive investments in renewable energy. We also had... Um, so we had parts of our office that were not used because people were well, uh, working from home because of the pandemic. Yeah. And we had a big part of our office actually that we, um, that we made available for Ukrainian school children. Um, they're now on school holiday, but uh, yeah, that, that was, I think, a nice contribution that we also made. Um, so to at least help a little bit because there are a lot of people in, in difficult situations we also supported a project that helped people find accommodation from so refugees from um from ukraine mm -hmm. those types of things um so we try to do our best but uh, i think the one of the issues now is that the climate crisis is getting less and less attention so for the past two years um because it's always the elephant in the room yes we need to deal with COVID. yes we need to deal with this war yeah but uh don't forget about the big monster that is waiting for us uh and so uh, yeah that's that's uh, also in the press like uh like the, the climate crisis got a little bit less attention during the last uh last months and that should not happen like we should really this is our house is on fire and we should talk about that every day and uh also act accordingly and that isn't isn't really happening at the moment um yeah, I, I, I definitely um, feel the same that, that the, the war is a little bit of a, I mean, it's, it's a huge wake up call and it's, it's a small example of paying the price of not taking more action beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, then finding yourself in a situation where you're fighting really hard to get out of, right? With, in terms of getting off of fossil fuels and, and just experiencing more, more freedom and you know, both both from the impacts of climate change, but also from these autocratic uh, regimes. So, um, you 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 said that you did a, a rebranding, right? For uh, I'm just curious to know what strategies did you use to decide on how to rebrand Ecosia, and why did you, you know, make these changes? Because it's something which is a very very big topic for for so many companies. Everybody wants to connect with their users and wants to get it right. So <laughs> I'm interested to hear about what, what that process was like. To summarize it from my perspective, uh, one of the, so of course you, like when you build things after a while, they get outdated and we had, like we have a small team. So we had a lot of things that got outdated uh, design wise, especially where we had old looks and things didn't really fit together and nobody really ever had the time to, to look at this so we said okay let's let's like every uh, company <laughs> yeah exactly so let's put in some joint effort to actually update this and we realized okay this is really more than just a search engine but it's actually a big movement like the biggest movement potentially to solve the crisis uh, climate crisis 
online and uh, to be also a bit more bold. So yeah, we updated a few things, not only the looks, but also the communication on our website uh, that, uh, yeah, that um, we highlighted a few things more that we felt were underrepresented. Like mm. often in interviews, I get the question, yes, but okay, you're planting some trees, but actually you're, you're making like the profits, you keep them for yourself, right? And uh, people misunderstand that very often. Ah. And we say, I always have to correct that in interviews <laughs> yeah. and say, no, no, we give 100% of our profits yeah. for the solving the climate crisis. And this will be true forever. Like it, it's not possible to take any profits out of the company. It's not possible to ever sell the company. Yeah. And this is not like it's uh, in our old communication, for example, that that was not properly represented. Mm-hmm. And I think that's much better, better now. And um I think the yeah the new more bold visual style also fits better to what we are aiming to do with Ecosia. Um, mm. So I hope this will help us in the long run. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting as a as a company, I guess, to stop and reflect and go which aspects of what we do are very clear and do people understand, and which what are our you know what are we doing that's actually you know really really great and amazing but people don't understand it very clearly and we need to redirect our communication it's and it's tricky to do sometimes when you have a project which has lots of different parts and lots of different pieces (laughs) to to explain it in a nutshell so yeah but it's very very needed I guess for for every company and I guess just to periodically review it as well uh, so you launched um, FreeTree, a browser extension that integrates into the user shopping experience. Was this something else that was based on feedback you were getting from from people about from from users about what they wanted? Yeah, this was actually um, I would say to some extent um, something that we incubated within Ecosia. What FreeTree does is basically it's a browser extension that you can install uh, on your into your browser. And uh, after you did that, it will pop up automatically when you have an opportunity to plant some trees while you're purchasing something online. Um, so yeah, uh, let's say you want to buy cat food for example. Um, then uh, yeah, in, in, in the online shop, uh, if, if the shop is a partner, then this will pop up. And then automatically, if you activate free tree, a share of your purchase value will go into planting trees. Uh, and the good thing is that uh, users don't pay anything extra. So it's really just the shops basically give uh, a share of their profit for tree planting. And it's super easy to install. It's, I think, a great addition to, um, to Ecosia itself. So instead of just searching, uh, you can now also, well, instead of just planting trees by searching on Ecosia, you can also now also plant trees while browsing on other on other websites and it's going pretty well. So the feedback is nice. Uh, we have a few thousand users now uh, using it already. And um, uh, yeah, we hope we can plant a lot of trees extra. So everybody who's, uh, who's listening should give it a try. <laughs> so is there anything else like this out there? Because, so it sounds pretty unique. It's a browser extension, right? But yes. then when you go onto a website, uh, it, I'm just trying to understand, it connects with the platform if they have a partnership with you. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. So we have actually thousands of partners. Um, if you can do it, for example, if you want to book a hotel, I don't know, um, purchase something online, um, do a subscription to a service. So many, many things on, on the FreeTree website we have listed. Um, so it's freetree.io. Mm-hmm. And there we have listed all of the partners. And uh, I assume it's uh, that... Um, 
yeah, it's also shops that you might also be buying at. And um, then uh, once you install the extension, then it will automatically remind you when there's an opportunity to plant some trees on one of the partnerships. So the, the concept behind it is that those kind of online shops often pay commissions to partners. So if you if I bring traffic to the shop, then I get a commission. Um, and we basically use that for that concept for tree planting. Okay, that's great. So th this is pretty innovative, right? I, I haven't heard of anything like this before. I, you know, I've, heard, I, I've seen obviously the tree planting option on websites, but having a browser extension, which just pops up. <laughs> yeah, it's right. super convenient. I'll definitely have to give it a, give it a try. Are there any other projects that you have in your pipeline or, or, or new things that you're working on? Um, I think now we need to wrap up a few things. We've done quite a lot, like also with the with the new brand and so on. There's still pieces, bits and pieces here and there. And uh, yeah, I think also uh, in, in Germany, we're very passionate about summer holidays. <laughs> so I think it's a little, uh, let's take a little break. That there's been a lot of things going on, and then I think uh, back in August and September, there are probably new things we can release. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about the social impact of tree planting because I know it's it's very easy to say we plant trees we have we have forests well well first um, actually first I'm very interested to know do you have actually cozy forests you know like really big forests somewhere with trees that you planted we so we I think we have more than twenty thousand different locations where we planted yes and most of them are I don't know just. I think maximum a few hectares big. So it's not those super big uh, forests that, uh, I don't know, you could potentially see from space. Okay. Um, so it's more a mosaic than, than one big rectangle or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, because that usually makes more sense. Um, so in, in many cases, um, the yeah, if you look at the lo local circumstances, uh, there's no big space to plant a huge forest uh, because man much of the land is used and it actually makes sense to have rather many, many small pieces. Yeah, that's interesting. I just wondered with so many millions and millions and millions of trees planted, I was like, you know, there must be some forests out there accumulating, growing. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does make more sense, right? If they're more, uh, yeah, um, smaller, but in more locations. So what, what kind of social impact do your projects have? Um, how, are, how are people's lives actually being changed I sometimes think um, of trees as our super, like our super weapon in the fight against many, many crises that we have. Um, yeah. So we're addressing not only climate crisis, biodiversity crisis, hunger crisis, water crisis. Uh, Tens of thousands of people that are already working, like planting trees for Ecosia. That's that's a lot. Uh, and then you also have many, many other people who actually benefit from the trees that that are being planted. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, to give you a bit of an idea, um, so regarding the social impact, first of all, we're paying people to plant trees so that uh, we're often planting in areas where people have very, very low income. So every dollar they earn, in addition to that, is, is really a big help. Um, then um, we also uh, so we also help people basically build a better future for themselves. So they often through our tree planting projects, they understand that they can turn degraded land into fertile land again. And that is a super inspiring uh, notion for, especially for young people, because they so far have only observed that things got worse and worse and worse. And they, through our projects, they basically, yeah, 
we not only plant trees, we also plant hope. So they understand that they can actually turn this uh, turn this around and, and build a better future for themselves. And I think in many cases, um, we're not only planting trees for, for the climate change effect, but also it helps with soil fertility. It helps to stabilize the local, uh, the water cycles. Um, it often, I mean, many of the trees that we're planting also generate income uh, later on. So if people can harvest fruits or nuts from, from those trees, um, then that's uh, yeah, super important income for themselves. So all those aspects kind of, you really turn things around that you actually create a, a reinforcing um, mechanism. And especially if people see, let's say we're working in one village and the next village observes that this can actually happen, then I think this has a super, super big effect on potentially entire, entire regions. So it's it's interesting that there's actually a mindset change, right? That 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 takes place when people see this degraded land, um, you know, turn around, become rejuvenated, and the trees growing, and and other communities around the project even see, oh, th th this is possible, you know, this is something we can do. That that's the the beauty of nature. I feel is it gives us so many second chances. It gives us so many chances to to rejuvenate, to do things better. So that's really great that you're you, you have this snowball effect on so many thousands and thousands of people around the world. Is there any um, you know one project or or just one story? Let's just say that that has stood out to you over the years. Uh, I think there's so many. Um, probably the most drastic um, change you would see in one of our projects in Burkina Faso where we're um, so in, that's in the Sahel region so in in the north of Burkina Faso where you actually almost have only desert left like the, the it used to be fertile land but it has been completely destroyed by bad agricultural practices wow. and now yeah it's uh, really difficult to actually survive or make a good living in, in, in this area because the soil is completely degraded. And what we're doing there is basically to dig holes into the ground and uh, make sure that when it rains, actually the water doesn't just run off, but actually gets captured because it, it rains actually quite a lot. The problem is it rains only on a few days and then you have massive, massive uh, rainfall. Uh, and so what you need to do is make sure you harvest this water and um, that's what we're doing there. And um, you're really turning a desert into a green um, landscape again. And that is such a big, big difference for the people living in those areas because there really wasn't much hope before. Um, and it's also one of the projects that I visited and I understand how like it's so difficult to work under those conditions. Like you often have um, 40, 45 degrees Celsius like droughts, everything really, really difficult, but we can actually, um, yeah, we can turn this around. And that gives me a lot of hope because if it's possible there, then you can do it in many other areas Absolutely. as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, well, before you wrap up, is there any, any final message um, that you want to leave listeners with? Yeah, I think um, use free tree, use Ecosia. <laughs> so that's a final message, of course, because we need more people to plant more trees. Um, so that's for, I think, individual action. But then I think for me as a society, what I would like to achieve is that we 
really get a lot more active when it comes to solving the climate crisis and beyond just the the kind of minimum, which is I reduce my own footprint and maybe offset my CO2 emissions. That for me is the minimum, but really think much, much bigger than that. What is the maximum that I can do personally um, to really contribute to solving this crisis? And I don't know, th this might mean giving, giving to some of uh, those great environmental projects or uh, I don't know, changing, um, changing your, drop potentially yeah. <laughs> or do other other lifestyle changes um and i think that that's it's so super urgent that we do all those things um and go beyond just the the, the small changes but actually really approach the big topics as well so that's uh, that's the change that i hope to see in society in the next five years let's see how this uh, how quick we can be with this yeah, definitely. And and one thing I love about what you're doing is you're making it easy for people to take action to actually have a make a difference because often so many people want to want to do something, but it can be very, very difficult, right? If, if you always shop in a certain store and they have loads of plastic, for example, and then it costs you so much more to shop somewhere else. So um, yeah, th th this is such a, a great example, I guess, of, of making it easy for people to do the maximum that they can do. So, yeah. yeah, so really looking forward to following your journey. Thank you very much. And thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me and uh, hope to see you again soon.